Hi everyone, welcome back to the Culture Bucket Podcast, the university's best and greatest uh, podcast uh, that everyone loves, uh, with your two great good best friends, George and Alex. This week is another uh, Black Mirror mini episode, uh, as we are discussing all of the episodes of season six of Black Mirror. Um, so I hope you enjoy that when we get into that in a moment. Uh, but before we get to the good stuff, I'd just like to remind you to please go and rate and review us everywhere you can. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, etc., etc. Tell your friends about us, get people listening, we'd really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you for more full-sized normal episodes after our summer vacation. Um, I hear a rumour that Alex is turning pretty. <laughs> I I already did that last summer, so that's fine. Right, we'll see you. We'll see you in September. Love you very much. Enjoy the episode. Finally, turning pretty at thirty-eight. <laughs> it's never too no, late to turn. Never pretty. too late to turn pretty. Okay. Uh, Two friends just made a podcast. Two good friends just made a podcast. So this is episode 117 now of Black Mirror. We're talking, still talking season six of Black Mirror. We're still on our summer break, so slightly shorter episodes, but we hope that you're enjoying uh, watching along with us, hopefully, and, and thinking about these episodes. We're now on to the third episode of season six of Black Mirror, Beyond the Sea. Yeah. Uh, this is this episode is the longest in the season. I think it's like an hour. It's like a film, basically. It's like an hour and a half long. Um, yeah. And is, uh, yeah, an episode. And I'm George. And I'll be talking to you about it. And with me is your mm-hmm. co-host, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, George. Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, so, you've not been having the best time so far with season six no. of Black Mirror. Uh, no. Let's see what you made of episode three, uh, okay. Beyond the Sea. The blog line for this is, an, in an alternative 1969, mm. two men on a perilous high-tech mission wrestle with the consequences of an unimaginable tragedy. Yeah. Uh, we've got quite the cast in this one. We've got uh, Aaron Paul, the great yes. Aaron Paul, as Cliff Stanfield, one of the astronauts. Josh Hartnett. Josh recently, Hartnett. Yes. Seen also yes. this year in Oppenheimer. Wow. Killing it recently. Is very good in yes. this. Is very good in Oppenheimer. Well done. He used to love this guy. Yeah, man. Virgin Suicides. He killed me there. <laughs> Uh, we've also got uh, Kate Mara as uh, Lana, um, Aaron Paul's character's wife. Um, a pretty important important role. Um, Auden Thornton plays Jessica, uh, Josh Hartnett's character's wife, but less mm. present. And then in a very small but pivotal role, Rory Culkin, brother of Macaulay and Kieran, plays uh, Kappa, the murderer, uh, the Manson wow. style. Uh, that's why he would look so familiar. Yeah, he's a Culkin. We've got a Culkin up in this, in no. up in this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wow. Mm, wow, indeed. So this one... Uh, in the trailer before the series came out, this episode uh, presented itself very much as being a space-based episode. And it is, but there's yes. a twist to it because we've got Cliff and David they're on a six-year deep space mission in 1969. It's like a weird retro future, 1969. Yeah. Uh, instead of going to the moon, they're sending people off into deep space. But the twist is this. Mm. They are... Um, what's going on? 
they've gone on this deep space mission in order for their families to not be deprived of them and in order yeah. to not go crazy yeah in space they have perfect robots cyborg recreations of themselves yeah left on earth with their families and when they go to when they're finished doing their work on the spaceship they can get into a sort of chair and beam their consciousness back down to earth um mm. to spend time on earth with their family um a yeah. pretty great solution to the problem of you know going crazy on a deep space mission mm-hmm. unless something horrific happens yeah and the horrific, horrific. thing might be Josh Hartnett uh, seeing his entire family murdered in front of him yeah. and then having his cyborg robot body destroyed as well yeah. uh, by a group of Manson family-esque murdering awful lunatics. Yeah. What did you think of this episode? I thought this episode was good. Um, I liked this episode. What liked? Um, I preferred this episode to the other two. Okay. Uh, I feel like there was definitely more more angst that I was looking for maybe mm. in the like in the other two but kind of the it was interesting because when when it, everything goes well but then when Josh Hartnett's car- uh, replica gets destroyed mm-hmm. I just felt so you know space is infinite and you're there by yourself in space mm-hmm. and I felt so he must have felt so impotent not being able to to save his family uh, from this group of people, and it just felt really like shitty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's and fair. really bad. And then he can't, and then him being back up in space and not knowing that his family's dead, and there's not really any reason for him to come back down. Mm. And his colleague still manages to go played by Aaron Paul, still managed to go up and down and, you know, see his family. That would make it so much harder, wouldn't it? If, like, you'd had that taken away from you, but you were with someone who was still able to do it. Yeah, um, exactly. And it, it it did make me feel anxious. It just it gave me something. And mm. then when when they decide, then, then Kate Mara, which is Aaron Paul's wife, uh, Lana, decides that, you know, says that maybe he should come to Earth in Aaron Just Paul's body. In Aaron Paul's body. I was like, oh no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> Straight away. So, yeah. you know, it gives you some expectation of what's going to happen. And that's, I think that's what I liked about this episode. It's kind of like, oh shit. Yeah. That's yeah. not a good idea. That's really not a good idea. Yeah. And uh, if it wasn't a good idea, uh, because uh, Josh Hartnett, uh, well, um, he goes in Aaron Paul's body and he... He starts having, you know, feelings a little bit for um, Aaron Paul's wife. Yeah. And I think uh, that's a very relatable, for all of the weird sci-fi stuff going on, I think yeah. the idea of falling for someone who isn't available and then looking at the person they are with and being like, but I'm, we're yeah, so I'm much, much better. better for yeah. each other than, than this. And it uh, does look better because Aaron Paul is has no feelings. He's just like this guy that keeps going up and down, but it doesn't seem to like his wife very much. No, whilst he's a bit of a cipher, Josh, isn't he? Yeah, whilst Josh Hartnett is very lovely and he's a painter and he likes music and he wants to have sex with her, whatever. <laughs> um, and then so it starts getting a little bit, you know, more tense because clearly Josh Hartnett is not a nice guy. 
even if even if it seems nicer. Mm. And then the ending is devastating. Yeah. It's terrible because Aaron Paul says, you can never go back down and see my wife again. You're done. And then Josh Hartness does something horrible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he and, does. And, uh, yeah. And I just felt, it just felt just so impotent of like your body, like what you can do. It just seems like a great idea that you can put your, your, you know, be up a space and then still live down. Mm-hmm. But it just, the consequences are so fucked up yeah. that it just made me feel very anxious what, about what it. What did you think about the fact that we never meet any characters that are, like, running the project? We Like, we never meet the people who are actually in charge of the space mission that these pe- that these two are on. Like, I, I thought it was a bit odd that... I don't know. There was no security for these two men and their families while they were up in space. Um, and you never kind of see the world react to this. It doesn't feel like it's known news in a way. Uh, it felt very small scale. Well, at the beginning, there's somebody that goes to David Ross um, and says, you know, oh, thank you for what you're doing. You know, you seem so real, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think I think setting it in, in this 1960s, was probably a you know the best time to set it mm. because the security wasn't as much and and people like um Roy uh, Roy Culkin Kappa that killed the family were yeah. were thri- well were more like thriving um i feel i feel like the story doesn't really need any uh, the other people no, maybe I, I don't know. I just, the world just didn't feel fully fleshed out to me. Mm. Um, it was all very self-contained. But yeah. I, I did like. I thought it was a good episode. I don't know that it needed to be half an hour longer than than the others. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a little bit too long. I could have done it with sh- being shorter. Yeah, I felt also like how because they're on the mission, um, and. I felt like he was he was working. Well, if you're on a mission for um the United States in deep space, you're you're working for America, and he got totally abandoned by everybody. I think up in space, like his family died. In theory, he should have well not come back down, but you know there should have been something. Well, that's what I mean by like there was. Why weren't there any scenes where you saw people discussing that? Like it didn't. It felt like there was no one actually in charge on the ground of the mission. Because it kind of feels like they're they're abandoned, you know. Yeah, like but that, you, is, you, that you work... in, is that intentional or is that just a side effect of the script not really flashing that out? That I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it it kind of made me feel more like he was alone. Yeah. And so that's why, in a way, maybe it wasn't needed to have like, you know, the could the what's it called, base control? No. Uh, ground, ground control. Ground control. It's a major time. Ground control, mid, major time. Um, a a couple, a couple of interesting tidbits from the enemy article. Uh, yeah. It was all shot on the Kent coast. Would you have guessed that? Uh no. The sprawling countryside manor where Kate Mara's character Lana and her two children live was filmed in the seaside town of Whitstable during last summer's mm. heat wave. Mm. So they're all wearing chunky cardigans like they're in the American Midwest, but they're actually sweltering in a, in the British summer. And wow. uh, sweltering in the British summer. There was a heat Definitely. wave. Like there was a heat wave last summer. It was horrible. Okay. Um. 
and it was inspired by post-COVID life. Uh, the idea for Beyond the Sea, in which Cliff and his rocket ship bound co-pilot David used high-tech Android bodies to spend time on Earth, came out of Brooker's own experiences beaming into work via web uplink during lockdown. It's the ultimate working from home episode, the ultimate Zoom call, he says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was an idea that had been rattling around for a while in my head, inspired by the pandemic. It's interesting because I would never have made that connection, but it does... It, it, it that makes is sense, it. Yeah, it, it makes sense completely. Um, I've now got some lower-rent trivia for you from... Uh, the IMDb. Nice. Yeah, let's see what you make of this trivia. The book that David recommends Solana, The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, was written by Robert A. Heinlein. It won the Hugo Award for Best Science Fiction Novel in 1996 and is considered a sci-fi classic. Nice. Good, good, interesting trivia. Um, yeah. 114 people have rated that as helpful and five people have rated it as not helpful. <laughs> by appearing in this episode Aaron Paul is one of the few people to ever appear in two episodes of Black Mirror previously playing the voice of Gamer691 on season 4 episode 1 USS Callister wow. okay wow nice um, this doesn't even Rye the seaside town in south of England used as a 1969 USA town that doesn't even grammatically make sense no. uh, <laughs> Ah, Aaron Paul's character Cliff is seen wearing a very particular McGregor brand dressing gown. This is the same garment worn by Arthur Dent in the original TV ad- adaptation of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. I like that. That's a good little bit of... Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, they've then got something that just lists all the books that she reads in it. I'm not even going to bother reading that out. Um, and they mentioned that the ship is 4.7 AU from Earth. It takes more than 30 minutes for light to travel that far, meaning their consciousness swap must be faster than light. Wow. How is it possible, Alex? It's science fiction. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Beyond the Seas, the English language version of the French song Le Mer, played by Charles Trenet, which David plays during romantic moments with his wife. Hmm. Nice. Uh, there's a blah, 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 blah. That's boring. That's boring. That's boring. That's boring. That's boring. And that's boring. So that's all of the IMDb trivia I'm going to read out. Nice. Nice. Boring. Um, boring trivia from IMDb. Thank you. Thank you, IMDb. But overall, I thought this was a good episode. I didn't like it as much as the previous two. Mm. But you liked it more than the previous yes, two. Yes. Would you say definitely. it's a good episode? I think this is a good episode. A good episode of Black Mirror. Nice. Also, the acting was very good in this one. Yeah, it was, to be fair. Josh Hartnett mm. was great. And yeah. uh, Aaron Paul is always great. And yeah. even Kate Mara was 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 worth yeah admission. She was good in it. You don't see Kate Mara often enough. I think she's a good actress. No. So my ranking so far of the season is going like this: Lock Henry in number one, Joan yeah. is awful in number two, and Beyond yeah. the Sea in number three. Okay. Where have you got them? I think Beyond the Sea number one, Lock Henry number two, and jo- Joan is awful number three. Different opinions on culture bucket. Yeah. Uh. Right. Well, thank you for talking to us about Beyond the Sea. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you're watching along and having your summer of Black Mirror along with us. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you next week about Maisie Days. Mm. Mm. Why don't you come back then? Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye